Good morning, it's April 24th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. It's time to really focus on the 2024 presidential race. Joe Biden is about to announce that he will run for another term, and that will winnow the Democratic field down to a few dreamers like Robert Kennedy Jr. Major impediment to Biden will be his age. He will be 82 when the election is held, and that means he would be 86 if he were to complete a second term. And I'm sorry, that's just too old to be the leader of the free world, the United States. It would mean that the staff would be running the White House even more than they're running today. And believe me, they're running it now. I went to the Utah Republican State Convention this past Saturday. The keynote speaker was Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He gave a rousing speech that highlighted the accomplishments he and Republicans made in Florida during the midterm elections. He pointed out that when he won his first term, it was by about one half a percent. That was by only 32,000 votes. But last November, he won by over 1.5 million votes with a landslide margin of 59%. And he said that win was about leadership and not allowing the media and the federal government to dictate how they were going to make decisions in Florida. And while much of the nation was shutting down during the COVID, Florida stayed open. He used his pet phrase when he said, quote, Florida is where woke comes to die, end quote. As I walked around the convention of about 3,000 people, I saw many Trump hats and shirts. There's no doubt that Donald Trump has a strong core of devoted followers who would not believe anything negative about him and will vote for him no matter what happens. I had a conversation with one gentleman wearing Trump gear and asked him a couple of questions. I asked if it was important that we, Republicans, defeat Joe Biden or any other Democrat in 2024. He said yes, that was very important. I then asked him if he would support the Republican nominee if it were not Trump, and he replied he would. So then I asked him the important question. Does it concern him that Trump refuses to support the Republican nominee if it's not him? He sighed and said that was very concerning. He didn't understand that logic in Trump. Well, I told him, in my opinion, Trump's not really a Republican, but rather just someone that is all about himself. His ego is so fragile that he cannot tolerate any criticisms, and he has to be right all the time. I pointed out that during his administration, he would hire key people and extol their qualifications, say they're the best in the world for the job, and when they ran afoul of him on any decision, he would fire them and attack them in the most vicious personal manner. He looked at me with some sadness in his eyes and said he never understood that character trait in Trump. We both agreed that we liked many of his policies, but even he agreed that his personality was turning off the key voting blocks like independence and women. In his speech to the convention, Ron DeSantis did not mention Donald Trump or any other candidate. He spoke only of how he felt Republicans should be governing and how that would strengthen the party and appeal to voters. Basically, he made his case for him as a potential nominee, and he's not yet made any announcement, and did not feel the need to attack any other candidates. But that's not the case of Donald Trump. His style is divisive and one that makes him on the attack 24-7. He has singled out DeSantis because he views him as a real threat. He said that Ron DeSantis would cut Social Security and Medicare without any basis for that claim. This is a clear attempt to scare senior citizens who might like DeSantis. I would suspect that even Donald Trump has to know that something has to be done to reform both of these programs or they will be in financial trouble within the next 10 years. But absent bipartisan reform, nothing's going to happen and Trump sees it as fodder for his attack. This past week, Trump decided that he would side with Disney in the ongoing fight between the company and the governor. Being honest, this is a fight that neither side will end up winning. DeSantis won the early rounds, Disney's fought back, and they regained some of their footing. But Trump, seeing some weakness, decided to become a cornerman for Disney in this escalating feud. 
Now, Trump's going to be put to the test because Disney has gone all in on the woke agenda and just recently announced it will host the largest LGBTQ plus conference in the world at its Orlando resort, which may not endear it to parents who are dismayed by its aggressive promotion of woke culture. But Trump only knows one way of campaigning, and that is to attack. It's both a strength and his biggest weakness. Trump these days attacks Republicans more than Democrats. On Tuesday, he trashed his former chief of staff, Mike Bilvaney, as a, quote, born loser and, quote, perhaps the dumbest person, along with John Bolton, working at the White House, end quote. So why did he appoint them? If he gets elected president again, who would volunteer for such abuse by working for him? He's attacked Nikki Haley and said he only appointed her as a U.N. ambassador because of how bad she was as governor of South Carolina. And that allowed Lieutenant Governor Henry McMaster to become governor, and he's doing a much better job, according to Trump. We all know he's gone on the attack against his vice president, Mike Pence, and blames him for the January 6th riot at the Capitol. According to Trump, if Pence had done his job and invalidated the election results, none of this would have happened. Now, that's really living in a dream world. Here are the real facts for the American public. In a new poll from NBC News, 70% of Americans, including 51% of Democrats, do not think Biden should run again. And age is a major factor. That same poll also said that 60% of Americans don't think Trump should run again either. Sad commentary on where we are in our political situation. But here's the dilemma facing Republicans. As I said, Trump has a strong hold on a large segment of the Republican base. He and Biden face Similar difficulties. Biden has a wide support among Democrats, but that support is shallow. Trump has strong support among his Republican base, but that support is narrow. And because it's narrow, it means that he could win the nomination, but more than likely lose the general election. Trump turns off moderates, independents, and suburban women, three groups Republicans need to win. He will, it will also cause him significant harm to the ballot below him. Biden has wide support, but any single thing would cause that support to vanish in a moment. Both are aging men who are past their prime. Now, I believe that DeSantis and several other possible candidates could defeat an octogenarian like Biden. Biden could not stand up to a vigorous campaign, and without COVID, they couldn't hide him this time. He could not withstand a tough debate where he would have to think on his feet. Democrats want Trump to be the opponent because they can run against Trump rather than have to defend a weak president and a bad agenda. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, Hit the subscription button and recommend it to your friends.